to another episode of Something to Say. Um, it, I know we're on the track of doing every two weeks right now. We may eventually get back to where we're doing weekly, but for now, this every two weeks works pretty good. Today, I wanted to talk about something that is, we know about it, but it's not something that we hear about regularly that we just need to be aware of, um, and that is with kids and as far as us as, a, as adults going on a diet, talking about diets or our weight or just anything negative concerning your body or our bodies. Um, I try to be very, very cautious when it comes to being around anyone's child because of what I've been through and I'm currently in recovery from an eating disorder and I'm very cautious as to things that I don't say or just my language around kids. Those things are picked up on by kids as well, uh, and I am aware of that. So I try to be a little bit more elastic with my choices when I am in the presence of a child or someone that I know may be battling an eating disorder or disordered eating. A friend of mine back, this has been a few years ago, her child was in the fourth grade at the time, and this child had, they were talking about Things that kids 10 years old would break your heart to hear what they wanted to do to their bodies to make themselves lose weight. I'm not going to go into detail because I don't want, I'm, I don't want to do any as far as trigger triggers or trigger anyone um, or give anyone any idea at all about these things um, because they're there if you search, but I don't, I don't want to go into detail on that. I watched my niece. She's seven. She'll be eight next month. And I continually wonder when society or when those insights that she is very smart. And if you all have listened to the podcast at all, you'll know one of the episodes she mentioned that I didn't wear shorts. You will rarely ever see me in a pair of shorts out. Um, I will work out in them and stuff at home, but I don't go out in them because I'm not comfortable in that. So she picked up on that and mentioned it in the podcast like it was nothing. So if you don't think they pick up on things, you're wrong. They do pick up on the smallest things you would never in a million years imagine they pick up on. So this is why I wanted to bring a little bit of awareness to this and just be cautious when you are. If you need to go on a diet for yourself, do what you need to do. Just don't broadcast that to your child or say, do I look fat in these jeans or uh, does this shirt make me look big or I hate my arms? You know, little things like that that I still have to work on myself. Just being here at home by myself, I have to retrain the way that I talk to myself and the things that I say. You wouldn't believe how many pep talk talks I give myself <laughs> throughout the day. Um, but it's the awareness that is the big, big step, if you're aware of it, at least you know and you can make changes. It'll take a while, but it will help you in making those changes. But I did a couple of research. I, I looked up some information, and it was on the Very Well Family article. Now, this is an older article back in 2016, so I'm sure these numbers are a little bit higher now, uh, especially with social media and all the things, but um, it said research shows some kids begin worrying about their weight and appearance as early as age three to five. Three to five years old 
that blows my mind because kids, you look at them lots of times, they have no cares in the world. You wish you could go back and be carefree and all that. But that's the time that we're shaping those thoughts and they're picking up on those little things that we do and say anytime we're around them, they, they'll pick up on it. And they look to us as gods. Um, they want to be like us sometimes. They want to do this. They want to do that. They want to grow up so fast. But if we're aware of what we're doing when they're in our presence, I think we can make a good impact on their future. We're not going to do everything right all the time. I'm not a mom yet. Maybe one day we'll see. But I am an aunt. Um, and uh, I love kids. I've always loved kids, been around kids my entire life. I can love a child like it's my own. And I would never want to do or say something that would cause a child to be impacted in a negative way. So just little things that we can be aware of as we go, just concerning uh, weight, body image, diet, exercise, things of that nature. Um, Another percentage that it gave was 47% of child care professionals have seen anxiety about body image in kids ages 6 through 10. Six or ten. Six is very young still. Uh, like I said, my niece is seven, will be eight. And I remember back in the fourth grade, I think you're ten in the fourth grade, my body changed. And you're getting in a time where girls' bodies will change and at different ages. So you may have one change at ten, and you may have one change at 13 or 14. So you're in a stage period there that you've got one developing over here, one still not developing, and having to balance that out and all the emotions that are in a child's head. Why does my body not look like hers? Or I shouldn't wear this because of this and that, and all those things. And 31% in this study of child care professionals had heard a child call themselves fat. I do not like the word fat because I called myself that constantly, day in, day out, for years and years and years. So I'm very sensitive to that word. But fat is not a bad word. I don't like to hear it in my presence, nor do I say it. However, if a child were to say, do you think I'm fat? Expound on that. Don't dismiss. Don't just say, no, you're not fat. You're beautiful. Kind of ask them what the word fat means to them. They may elaborate and say, I heard somebody at school call my friend fat. Am I fat too? Just expound on the way they're feeling. Ask them how they're feeling, what that word makes them feel, how they feel about that word, how they feel about their body, if it goes into that. There are tons of resources out there. And like I've said many times before, I'm not a a professional. I'm basically here for the awareness piece of this podcast is for me to make people that listen to this, whether it's two people or 20 people, um, aware of things to where you can make the people around you better or even yourself know where to get answers and help or where at least where to start. Have a conversation with them. Don't dismiss their thoughts um, and push it off. Oh, they're just a kid. They've just heard it on TV or heard it at school. They're fine. Be aware of those things because down the road it may get worse and you'll have a bigger issue to deal with. And even for yourself, if I have terrible body image days. Some days are good. Some days are not so good. Um, But try to avoid saying, even if you're by yourself, but 
for really, if you are in the presence of a child, um, try to avoid saying, I'm so fat, I've got to lose weight, or I hate how my arms look, my legs are so big. Try to avoid those things. And like I said, even if you're by yourself, I'm really bad for this, and it's something that I continually work on every single day. But instead, turn that to, my legs are so strong, they help me ride my bicycle, they help me walk up the stairs, they carry my body out of the bed, to work, to school. Even your arms, they allow me to give you a hug. So be thankful for those arms. Your stomach, it, it holds your food and your organs and your belly. And hell, it, you can get a good belly laugh. You know, so little, little negative things that you think about your body or you hear them say about their body, talk about it, turn it into a positive. And like I said, it's work. It's not just going to be there at a flip of a switch. It's constant intentional reminders to do these things. Encourage the, the children around you to value aspects of their self that are not appearance related, like being a good friend. We've met, I've mentioned in a previous podcast about the way we greet people. If you're with your child and you run into someone at the grocery store and someone has lost weight, first of all, we don't know why they've lost weight. They could have, they could be sick They could have cancer they've not talked about. They could have lost a loved one. They could be stressed financially. They could have an eating disorder. We just, we don't know what it is. Most of the time we look at that and we think, well, these people are trying to lose weight, so we must praise them. Well, that's not always the case. That's probably a very small percent of these people. But you run into this person, you say, oh, you look so great. You've lost weight. What have you been doing? And your child hears that. So in their mind... They're going to say, oh, well, if my body doesn't look like that or this other person's body doesn't look like that, having a bigger body is bad, and that is not the case. I think it's getting better out there today as far as the society and the culture of all this, but you're always going to have diet culture. It's a multi-billion dollar industry, clearly because nothing works. They want you to try every single thing. Once you try one doesn't work you try the next they're getting your money and it took me a long time to learn that but um, I I literally hate diet culture it I get angry when I think about it just because of what I've been through and I know I'm not the only one but thankfully I have been through what I've been through and I can hopefully help any anyone that's been through even if it's an adult Um, But I wanted to get this message out there just to make you all aware of the things that you don't think matter or are small. They're really not small. They're big, and they can seriously impact people along the way, whether it's a child or an adult. But specifically, be careful around little ears. Um, They just pick it all up. We can highlight things about our bodies that they can do for us, like I said, about our legs being strong and our arms being able to hug people if you hear them make comments like I said follow up with them about those comments what they mean to them and how they make them feel and two if if a kid's being bullied at school you might be able to get that information out out of there out of them then as well Uh, we never want to dismiss those comments or feelings that a child makes just avoid comments on people's body in general about your body others bodies other kids bodies Um, this teaches kids that their body's value is uh, must meet a certain criteria. And bodies that don't fit that criteria need to be changed. 
And even when you're talking about exercise, and it took me years to learn this as well, just this year really I've learned that my body is where it's at in this season, and it doesn't do me any good to try to change it because it's going to be where it's going to be no matter what. And I can tell you I've been very low weight and I've not been pleased with my body, so I know that my mind sees something that's not there. And that's something that I also work on, too, every day. <laughs> I had therapy today. We were just talking about body image, and it is a struggle. So if we can catch these kids early, maybe we can ward off some of that or at least teach them in a better way um, than we learned as far as body image and, and things of that nature. But exercise, getting back to the exercise. So for me, before when I worked out or I did exercise or whatever, I did it to try to change my body. And when it didn't change, I'd get really, really frustrated. Now more so, I do it for my mental health. I can go on a 30-minute walk outside when it's not so hot. Um, And I feel like a new person. I feel better mentally. Uh, My mind is clear. I love to lift weights. Currently, I said talking about changing our body from how it is now as you work out, that naturally is going to occur. Uh, it's not going to happen overnight, but it, it also, if you have that mental clarity, you'll see the changes and feel them better as you progress in that exercise. But the sole purpose to exercise should not be to change our bodies. It should be to help us feel better mentally. And like I said a couple of episodes ago, mental health is very, very important it's, it's just as much important as our physical health, if not more, because I think a lot of mental health issues can cause physical health issues as well. But that was the gist of what I wanted to get to today. Um, just be cautious when you're talking about dieting, exercise, calories. Hope that you all will be more aware when you're around your children or even others that may have issues with disordered eating or eating disorders that you know of. Thank you all for listening. Uh, The next episode, I'm going to try to have Charlotte back on so she can update you all on being a brand new big sister again. And um, I will save all those details for her to share. And she did ask for some knock-knock jokes or some some kind of little joke to uh, read on the podcast. So if you would, send me over a joke that you think would be cute for her to read. Um, you can send it in to the Instagram, Facebook. You, the email here is something to say with Kayla at gmail.com. And she would absolutely love it if you would send something in for her to read. And um, But just be cautious of those little ears around you. And we will see you all next time. Have a great rest of the week.